0: they're also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus the views and opinions expressed on unlock your wealth radio are those of the host Guests and callers only, and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonhalls, or Success Publishing International. Worried about retirement? Want to travel the world or just be around to watch your kids grow up, but you can't because you're drowning in debt? Now you can! With Heather Wagonhalls and the Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Heather will show you how to stop chasing your wallet, eliminate debt,
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, this show, uh, Keys to Riches, powered by <clears throat> Unlock Your Wealth Radio, is sponsored in part by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at, um, at, at <laughs> keys, to riches. keys to riches.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. How about clicking on and buying, getting my book for free?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Click on. Yeah, Let's click it.
1: on it, and you can get the seven elements for self-empowerment. Yes, you can 2.0. Oh, oh, oh. I like the oh, 2.0. Oh, I think oh. that's, that's a great addition to
0: the, to the title.
1: Thanks. Yes, you can. Just- well, you know, I mean, it's because I did Yes, You Can, the first one. So, yeah. so it's it's the revised and expanded edition. So it's 2.0. Right. It's Yes, You Can 2.0. Does that make sense?
0: Which is better than saying revised edition.
1: Why, well, guys? guess. You know, it's, it's like hipper. Web 2.0. It's hipper. It's, a little
0: more it's st-
1: way more hip. Yeah. It tells you it's the next edition. hmm So, uh, anyway, uh, for those of you who are wondering who the heck is quibbling on my, on my who radio. Is, who is that guy? Uh, I am Heather Wagenhalls flanked by the maestro of Mulo, Michael Terry. <laughs> Thank you. And we hey, will man. help you get your money mind right on today's show with the keys to riches financial philosophy. Woo! So, uh, first off, um, I would like to um, dedicate this show to my dear friend, um, Mitchell John. Uh, He was more than uh, an interior designer or a friend. He was a confidant and a partner in crime, and I will forever miss him. He Mm. was so amazing. The world lost a little bit of Fabulous. Sorry for your loss. Yes. never got to meet him. I, uh, well, yes, you did. You met him at the, at uh, Reagan's party. He I was, did. Okay. yeah, you did get to meet him. Okay. He was, and everywhere I look around my house, there he is. Yeah. So Mitchell, this one's for you. We love you and and uh, we miss you. And I cannot wait to find out what you're doing on this side of the fence on, in this part of your journey. So, uh, anyway, so we have moolah word of the day, uh, coming up and, uh, talk about fence sitting, That's what our moolah word of the day is going to be about. Uh, And then we also have this week's key to talk about, which is...
0: Practicing the three R's.
1: Okay. And so, uh, which leads us to our um, money drama, because the three R's are not reading, writing, and arithmetic. They're not as you would know them. But our money drama has to do with avoiding this step. And when we think about budgeting or dieting... They fail because they're rigid and they don't take into a fact that life happens. And so today's money drama is going to be about not following up and and why we don't follow up. Mm-hmm. And, and there's specific reasons. So we're going to talk about that on today's show. I'm so excited. So with... Uh, with fervor and enthusiasm, and Mitchell John's fabulous because he says it ain't done until it's overdone. Like so, <laughs> so we have to be muy fabuloso on this show for him. So uh, this, I thought, is very, very funny, and, and it'll make sense in a different sense to our little inside joke that we were chatting about beforehand. But uh, today's moolah of the day is straddle. A straddle. A straddle. So, you know, if you you've heard of the term fence sitting, you know?
0: Well, we, we 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 as a baseball player, we straddle the bag.
1: So you got you're so you're on one on each you side know, of
0: you it. You got a foot on each side of the base.
1: There you go. Okay, so then you know exactly what a straddle is. So when it comes to investing, a straddle is a strategy. And what that is, is it's the purchase or sale of an equal number of puts and calls. And those are options, and I'll explain those in a moment, with the same strike price and expiration dates. And I'll explain that in a moment. Uh, and a straddle provides the opportunity to, to profit from a prediction about the future volatility of the market, whether you think there is or isn't, mm-hmm. and is, is what that means. Long straddles are used to profit from high volatility. Long straddles can be effective when an investor is confident that a stock price will change dramatically, but cannot predict in which way it will swing. Mm -hmm. Okay. A short straddle represents the opposite prediction, meaning that the price will remain relatively stable. And so that's why you kind of protect yourself on both sides. So when you use straddles, or when you do a straddle, it's with options. And options are not an investment. Option is just like you think. It's the, you're purchasing an opportunity to buy or sell a particular stock at a predetermined price from another person. Mm -hmm. So just like you option land, you know what I mean? Like you don't know, um, like let's say uh, you like an area and uh, maybe you might be transferred there um, and you uh, maybe want to... You find a place you really like, but you're not sure of it. Maybe you do a lease with an option to buy, so it's like a try before you buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but an option doesn't necessarily mean you you, you do take. Occupancy In the real estate sense, it just means you have the opportunity to buy at a predetermined price that you both negotiate, and it has a certain period of time that is valid. So nobody else can buy that property until you make a decision, either you buy it or you let the option expire. So the same thing happens. It allows you control. That's the purpose of an option, is to be able to control something without necessarily paying for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, a simple way to... to Think about options is uh, a a neat little trick that I learned uh, when I went to school to learn about securities is uh, when it comes to uh, options, you have two kinds. So you have the kind that you can buy with and then the kind that you can sell with. And if you buy with it, it's called a call. And if you sell with it, it's called a put. So you call them up and you put them down. Mm -hmm. And so a call is if you... um, if you do a call, you're looking to buy stock at a certain price. And the idea is that when you buy a call, you are thinking that the market will go up. So that's why that you call them up and put them down. And so a put, you would sell puts to people, meaning that they buy the puts um, and If you decide you want to sell your stock, you can put it to them, so they're committed to buying that stock at a predetermined price. And you do that if you think the market is going to go down. So if the if the shares um, are at ten right now, and you sell uh, a put for or you buy a put for a ten, say say your strike price is ten dollars, and the market goes to eight, if you sold, you would lose two dollars a share. But because you have the put, you can force that person to buy your stock at above market because they already agreed to it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a nifty deal. Uh, And so when you sit on the other sides of the fence of those, you write options, which means that you sell them, whether they're puts or calls, to make money. And usually you hold the underlying stock or you're willing to absorb the underlying stock, like in the sense of when somebody puts stock to you. So, um, it's a way to control stock and make money. And when you do a straddle, that means you buy the same thing for both sides of the fence because you don't know what the market is going gotcha. to do. So, in either, but if the price is 10 and you write calls or you, or you, um, uh, uh, you you do you get the calls and the puts at the same time for the same strike price for the same expiration. That way, no matter what the market does, and there'll be different prices. So usually, if you have to exercise your options, regardless of what side of the fence you're on, it'll more than cover the cost of the option you don't exercise that you let lapse or expire. Okay. But that's what you do. Um, it's because you know something big's going to happen, but you don't know, don't know how the market's going to react to it. It's either going to go way up or way down.
0: So you straddle.
1: So you straddle to cover yourself in both cases. It's probably one of the only types of investments that I know that you could do that. You know what I mean? Is, is to, to, or one of the only ways in the stock market to make money no matter what it does hmm. if you're trying to gamble on a particular individual security cool. is to do it that way. So that's a straddle. So...
0: Not to be confused with a... German dessert
1: that's a strudel yeah <laughs> How'd you go on with that? Did, maybe maybe you have somebody speaking with a funny accent. can I get one of them straddles over there?
0: A little apple straddle
1: an apple straddle'm
0: thinking of I'm thinking of Schultz on Hogan's heroes.
1: Oh well, there you go with his yeah with his accent yeah. That's funny. I, there's a show that's goodness gracious. Yes, I remember we're seeing the reruns. It, we're our age. I know. With the fact that I even know what that show is is we're bad. The best, it was. It is very, very funny. I like that show. So <sighs> let's talk about this week's key, shall we? Because practicing the three R's is really what seams up our investment strategy for building wealth and achieving financial freedom. And uh, oh, by the way, July first yeah. is
0: um Oh my finan- Financial Independence Month.
1: Declare your financial independence day. Yes, it's financial independence day because the fourth is our country's independence day. So uh, yeah, so we have we, we have should, our own
0: we should write a parody to to the Star Spangled Banner to with Oh yeah. Well I do have a financial, financial
1: declaration words. of independence, so that we should do that. Yeah. We should do that.
0: Oh say can you save?
1: <laughs> oh say, there you go. <laughs> uh well so but well, how do we do by the dawn's early light? Oh say can you save is pretty good though. Well, well that's we'll, good. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll, we'll see we'll if we can figure it out. <laughs> we need our own parody. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> we'll be number one on the charts. Wouldn't that yeah, be cool? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> do we have to pay royalties since the song is a
0: patriotic parody on the charts?
1: There you go. <laughs> We could do that. Wouldn't that be <laughs> funny?
0: No, the, that's public domain.
1: Oh well, there you go. Yeah, gay. Duh. <laughs> not my bag of cookies. Hello. <laughs> Building wealth, not creating music.
0: It was, it was written in 1812, so it's way past the the hundred year mark, right? Isn't it? Whatever, whatever. I think it's
1: hundred years for copyrights. And uh, stuff. you know, I,
0: I think it depends on, on music books. You know, and you can renew copyrights all the time, so if if Francis Scott Key's family was still around, I guess they could keep renewing it.
1: How funny, Francis Scott Key, the Keys to Riches? yeah, you know. how amazing that is so uh, so let's talk about it. So if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. The Keys to Riches is a financial philosophy that teaches you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do this one key at a time, one week at a time. And like the maestro said, this is practicing the three R's. So here's where we pull everything together that we've done so far and uh, deploy this. And this is what separates budgeting and dieting from all the rest and that's because we have this built-in accountability factor if you will and so practicing the three r's stands for review revise and recommit and i've even thought of a fourth r Mm -hmm. actually to incorporate in this. Uh, But uh, we have to be careful with it because it's a money management show. We don't want to get too carried away with ourselves on, on this fourth, this potential fourth R, but I'll talk about it in today's show. So the first is review. So what we need to do is, you know, because life happens to us. And sometimes, sometimes it's because of our choices. And sometimes it's you know, beyond our sphere of influence. And remember, so we have three things we control, our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions, and then we have influence, and then there's stuff that's outside of that sphere of influence. You know, you can't help it if somebody, you know, drank too much at the bar and got in their car and drove and ran into you and uh, uh, drove while intoxicated and and ran into you and it broke your leg and now you can't work for, you know, eight weeks. No control over that. Yeah, there's no way that you can control that. Stuff happens to you. Uh, the care of an indigent parent. You don't know if your parents, well, unless like my mom, who's already gone crazy, uh, but you don't know if they're going to require, you know, in-home care or a level of of, of of care that you can't afford to have outside the home, and you maybe have to take on that care of that indigent parent. You might have a special needs child. Maybe something comes up with their health um, or wellness that maybe... You know, genetic pre-screening couldn't determine. Maybe something just weird happens. You know, and you, these things happen upon us. Um, the, uh, death or incapacitation of a loved one, like the car accident thing. What if they can't ever go back to work? You know, so st- life happens that's beyond our control. And that's what our key six is so important for, because that's the hope for the best plan for the worst, where we, um, are able to sort of, Identify these unknowns as best we can and make them known and figure out how we will respond to them effectively. And so in practicing the three R's, what we're doing now is we're doing a quarterly checkup to see what's changed, if anything. And do we need to make, you know, uh, changes to our financial plan? and uh, because this is a biology-based money management show, recommit is essential because you know we're not good at short-term management or I'm sorry we're not good at long-term management so we have to keep the short-term mind engaged and so that's what the recommit key is for or the recommit letter of the three R's is for uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about the fourth key if we have time today because I think that that's a critical piece and that would be uh, the revise Or, I'm sorry, the reward part, but we have to be careful that we don't, that that we non monetarily reward ourselves because we could perpetuate another cycle by going, oh my gosh, I saved, you know, like $3,000. I think I got to go out and buy a new handbag. It's $2,500. Thanks for playing. (laughs) That doesn't work that way. That's wrong. Uh, You are listening to the Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. This segment of Unlock Your Wealth Radio is sponsored in part by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for Keys to Riches radio listeners by visiting our website at KeysToRiches.com forward slash KeepMyID and click on the link to put your credit on lockdown. Remember to use promo code WAGS. So, first, we're going to revo- review. That's our first R. And as we review, we're going to do it differently than most people. Most people, when they get to their quarterly checkup, what do you do? If you didn't have this radio show, because you already know what the answer is, what we're going to do. But but what would you typically do if yeah,
0: you? You know, you balance your checkbook. You 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 know, you just sort of. Check your check your habits over the past three months. You sort of, you know, being self employed, I would divide my income by three to see what I made per month. Mm -hmm. Uh, See if my income is sort of stable and
1: where you want it to be. Yeah. Okay, and you know what? That's what most people do. Yeah. They jump to the numbers because that's what they think it's about.
0: Exactly. Right.
1: And it's not. It's not about the numbers. No. Whoops. It is well, but you've been saved. Yeah. I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> you've been saved. You've been on the show for three years now. Yeah. Three and a half, maybe. Yeah. Uh so, so you already have the the three hours down. But that's the way you know you used to do it. And most people always you know, I mean, it's a natural tendency. Well, because it's quote money management, let's go do that. Yeah. But this isn't money management. Biology based money management isn't about the money. So we have to remember it's about the behavior. And so what we have to do again, because, you know, our brains are very short term, we need to review what our targets and goals were first. So when we do the review, revise, and recommit key, we need to pull out um, our second key. Which was uh, uh, take action, make assessment. Um, so we're going to, we're, we're going to need three things along the way. So we're going to need our, where am I? Remember three questions, five areas of concern. Where am I? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is our balance sheet, because uh, we're going to make another one. Where am I going? Those are our goals from Dreams with Deadlines and our goal achievement strategy. And what's the difference? And that's our monthly cash flow statement. The first thing we are going to review after we gather this are not the numbers. We're going to see what we were after. What were our goals that we've been trying to achieve mm-hmm. Because that's the critical piece because you know, three months is a long time. It's a short time, but it's a long time. Yeah you know, if you think about day-to-day stuff, days. Yeah. you know so uh, so you've had 90 24 hour chunks from the last time you sat down and looked at your goals. So, and ideally, you know, we're taking our little short list of our goals, and we're looking at it every day, twice a day. And we're taking a look to remind ourselves what our higher purpose is. That's what our affirmations do also, is we take our goals and turn them into affirmations. So, if you've been doing your affirmation strategy from our first key, uh, um, uh, which is uh, acceptance and affirmation, uh, then you probably are kind of Already aware, but because you've been working to get those affirmations ingrained in the subconscious, you may not be consciously aware or focused on them at at every given moment. So just like when we go to sit down and do our hope for the best plan for the worst key, where we want to take emotion out of the picture and be relaxed and open, that's when we want to be doing this. We want to first review our goals. What were we after? What was our long-term vision? And what were our short-term goals? Because we need to know once we start messing with the numbers whether we hit those or not so we need to review our goals first, we need to get those in our mind, what are we after? What is the purpose of all of this? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let's revisit what our definition of financial freedom is. And then we can start breaking down the numbers. So what you're going to do is you're going to create a new where am I because it's three months later than the last time you did a where am I. And ideally, in your where am I, you should be hitting your goal achievement strategies or coming close to it. And if not, we're going to talk about that in the revised thing. But we're going to um, take a new where am I and create a new balance sheet so we can figure out uh, uh, we need the numbers in order to make our assessment um, of that. So uh, that's gonna be our net worth statement. So hopefully it changed for the better. And if it changed for the worse, we're going to identify what it it means to do with that. Then uh, we need to also take um, all three of our what's the difference our cash flow statements and create a quarterly one, and so we need to merge all of those numbers into our uh, into a quarterly to see if we've made a progress, you know, um, in that department. So remember, in last week's key and forget the perfection principle. We're after f- progress of the process, so that's what we're going to do. So now, so now we're doing all of the math. Um, so uh, that's why you need those three things. So you've reviewed your goals and then you've created a new where am I, you've asked yourself again, and then what's the difference? We're taking a look at what's coming in and what's going out. And so hopefully all of those numbers changed for the benefit. So in our revise portion, we're going to analyze this data that we just generated. So the first question we're going to ask after we do all the math is, did we hit our goal achievement strategy? And if yes, good job, here comes the reward, right? So pat on the back. Um, And uh, if we did good, then we can move to the next part. So has anything changed since we last set our goal achievement strategy? Do we have more money? Do we have less money? Do we have more money coming in? Do we have less money coming in? Okay. Um, has anything changed? Did we take a pay cut? Did we get a pay raise? Okay. Um, did anything negative impact us? Yeah. Uh, I was driving down the road and my transmission fell out. I swear that that happened to me <laughs> and it cost me $2,000, uh, to find a new one. And then here I get all these crazy ideas after I met my second husband that, you know, when they were young, they would go, um, they would go to a junkyard and find the same car and they would negotiate with the guy. And if they couldn't get it, and we're talking transmissions at 20 bucks, so we're talking a long time ago, then they would just at night hop the fence and go steal one. And I'm like, why didn't I think of that? I could have saved $2,000. shit, And it was right after I was separated. I was in the process of getting divorced. I had no money. And then, you know, I was already kind of living out of my emergency fund because I was busy being stressed out. So I wasn't as productive at work as I could have been. And since I was commissioned, you know. That like was affected, had- so so I had you know, so I had this big hiccup, a two thousand dollar hiccup, and and I didn't expect that, and my emergency fund was already low because I was living out of it, because I made every day an emergency <laughs> at that point.
0: Luckily, you had a stronger mor- moral code.
1: Yes, I did, <laughs> and yeah. so I spent the two grand instead of twenty bucks, <laughs> or hopping the fence, I should say, and get and five fingering it, but um, uh, so. Um, has something like that happened to you They kind of wiped you out? So, so these are all the things that you need to calculate and take into a, uh, into account because, uh, we're going to figure out, are we closer to or further away from our financial freedom that we plan for ourselves? And, uh, if we are closer, great. Um, could we save more? Did we get a raise? Should we be saving more? Can we be eliminating more debt or more frivolous debt? Are we ready to take our savings in our five areas of concern and move from um, accumulation to multiplication? Are we ready to start investing? Do we have enough uh, enough of a pile to move uh, to get our money making money for us? So these are all the things that we need to go through in this revised section. Then we need to recommit. So now we have to, whether or not we make changes, you know, because sometimes it's not that we can't have our goals when bad things happen to us, but we may need to push them out a bit. Um, you know, you need to ask yourself: Are these hiccups like a transmission, or is it I've, I'm going to be financially responsible for a parent, long term financial thing? Yes. So it's not that you can't have your goals, but it's unrealistic to try to keep the same goals and miss the mark. So you can always adjust those. Because financial freedom is always important, regardless of what's going on in your life. You might just have to push back the time, just like we did the dreams with deadlines to set them up to begin with, we'll do that same process to review them and adjust them, mm-hmm. you know, so because we want to make them achievable, if they're not achievable, then there's no point in having it because it's going to be a constant self-flagellation every time you miss the mark. Mm-hmm. And you'll always miss the mark if you don't adjust them. And then you got to recommit. So if you've made changes, you want to and, and, and maybe you've accomplished some of the affirmations that you had, some of those are already ingrained by 90 days, you know, the 66 day mark is when new habits really take hold. It ain't 21. It ain't seven. Don't listen to those people. It's 66. All right. So the 66 day mark, you know, some of those affirmations you might be really strong on. So you can scratch those off your list and add new ones and then recommit, reinvigorate yourself with the visualization, Picture in your mind, pretend it happening. Imagine you already achieving the things that you say you want. And you've, because you've got to get your short term mind to move forward. Because remember, the curmudgeon has a natural negativity bias and he remembers every time you screwed up. And so he's going to be the harder one to convince. And we've got to convince that curmudgeon that we're capable of moving forward and achieving our goals. Even if we weren't good at money management in the past, that's in the past. Mm-hmm. And he needs to stop dredging that up. So you've got to reinforce it with all of these good things. And that's where this reward thing comes into place. You need to give yourself some sort of non-monetary reward. So maybe a nice quiet lunch in a park you could take. Maybe it's a stroll or maybe it's just you know something simple like have your spouse take care of the kids and you soak in a hot bath that you haven't done forever and it was your favorite thing to do before the kids mm-hmm. came. Give yourself some sort of recognition that you did well. Even if you fell behind It's okay because, again, we're making progress on the process. And the fact that you're taking the time to evaluate that, you need to pat yourself on the back. You need to pat yourself on the back for that. And so with regards to our money drama, the reason why we don't do this is because we're in fear that we might have missed the mark and we don't want to deal with that. But that's okay. Remember. There's always a message in the mistake. We need to dissociate and release the emotion and retain the message. And that's how we move forward. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes this so successful because what got you skinny won't keep you skinny. (laughs) You know? So you have to change your diet. What got you to where you are won't get you further until you make changes. And so the only way to do that is to evaluate what's already happened to determine how we get to that next point. Yeah. So that's it for this week's key. For your key statement, key affirmation, and key action item, please visit our website at keystoriches.com. And for more great interviews with money gurus, experts, and so much more to help you get your money mind right, visit our sister site at unlockyourwealthradio.com. For the Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio and the maestro of Moolah, Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today.
0: Unlockyourwealthradio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches financial wellness series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com.